Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. Thank you and welcome back to the Business Mentor Podcast. So today's topic, I want to talk about rejection. I want to talk about being an entrepreneur and I get a lot of new startup entrepreneurs who have so much energy and then as soon as they hit a bit of rejection, they kind of lose the motivation. Look, rejection is part of business. You are going to get rejected. And, um, you know, the sooner you kind of get over that rejection feeling, the better it is. So the more calls you make, the more people you talk to, the more people that say no, it will just make you stronger and stronger. Look, we're all human beings, so rejection does hurt. And uh, the first one's always harder, as you know. Uh, but if you do it more often than not, you get used to it. And listen, rejection could be a great way of telling you your product isn't good enough for the market. You know, if you're getting lots of rejection, people don't want to buy your product or your service or don't want to do business with you, then the best thing to do is look back at yourself. I've got four tips I want to share with you or four areas to look at with rejection. But the, the message I want to give is that rejection is not a bad thing. It's a positive thing. And, um, you know, don't fall down on your first rejection. You need to really keep on going, keep on going, because, you know, the more you do, the more stats you get. And I've done an episode on you know, maths is business anyway. And the more data you got, the more you can analyze it. If you go to five people and they reject you, then that's not enough data, is it? You need to get more and more. And then you can make an override decision. If out of a hundred people, 90 don't want to buy from you, don't like your service, then you need to change. You know, if you're just in 10 and 10 say no, but then you don't know if the other 90 would have said yes, you don't really have the data. So you can't really determine if your product or service is going to be good in the market. So look, the four things, look, the first thing is don't take it personally. You know, this is a business. So treat your business um, as a separate entity. You know, I know it's difficult because if you're starting a business, it's like your baby and someone upsets your baby, it hurts. But you've got to treat business separate, separately to yourself. Um, and you can't take it personally. So, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs start taking it personally because they are feelings and then that holds them back. So, Determine that your business is separate from you. Your business provides a product or service. Your business could be amazing or it could be absolutely rubbish. That is separate to what you do. So, you know, don't take it personally. Don't fall out with people if they don't buy, you know, your product or service. Look, they may not need it. You know, I've had entrepreneurs who've tried to sell to their best friends and their best friends don't buy and then they fall out. No, because that product might not serve a purpose for your friend. You know, give them the option, you know, give them all the options they can buy, they can use it. Um, you know, that's really important to treat them as a business customer. You know, I've had a lot of entrepreneurs who give their product away free to friends and family. Look, you've got to treat them the same way you treat any customer. Because if they say no, then obviously you've got to treat them as a business. If they say yes, you've got to treat them as a business. So try and keep everyone around you as, you know, as a customer. And then if they say no, treat it as a way that they don't need your product or service at this moment in time. Um, I'll give you a great example of this. I can remember we, we did an experiment. We've done an episode on the 30-day challenge. Me and Lucas set a business up in 30 days just to prove it can be done. 
And I can remember the first conversation I had was a guy who was opposite with me and he came over to me. And this is before we actually sold the product on the actual trade show. And he said, look, no one's going to buy that. And I don't know why he said that, but that could have rocked me. But, but I'm, I'm an experienced salesperson. So I thought, you know what, instead of having that, you know, hinder me because this you know, product was new and we're going to market with, I thought and that's, that's going to drive me. I'm going to prove him wrong. So that was the driver for me. I used that as motivation rather than thinking, oh, you know what, is he right about something? So we sold out all our licenses. And I can remember packing up the store, going away with Luke, and we did so well, we proved this experiment. And he said, oh, Jay, uh, can I have a word? And I thought, well, okay. And he's seen us selling so well compared to his product that didn't do so well. And he said, oh, can I ever got that software? Can I buy it? And look, you know, if I treat that as a negative, I would have just let the whole two days go down the pan. But I didn't as a positive. And in the end, he bought. So he was kind of wanting to buy, but just some people just the way they are. I didn't let it, you know, it's a business decision. Maybe he wanted to see people buying the product. And when they did, you know, he wanted to buy. So look, don't take it personally. Treat it as an opportunity to, you know, prove people wrong as well as, you know, treat it as a, a positive feedback. So look, that's one. Two, make it a learning opportunity. Look, I think it's great when you get negative feedback in a sense, because you know what, you can grow. Obviously, there's the right negative feedback if someone's just been spiteful and someone's been negative or there's a hate or there's a troll. Yes, of course, you don't want to treat that and learn. But again, I suppose you could learn from that episode by saying, look, you don't want to appeal that to that kind of person. But generally speaking, if someone you respect or someone or, or, or the statistics or the mathematics is telling you that the product isn't up to speed, it's a great way to learn, right? How do we learn? by feedback from people. And if you can't take feedback from people, if you're going to fall out with them, then you're never going to grow, right? So you've got constant learning. If someone tells you something, someone might give you a great idea. You know, I'm always learning. I'm listening to people. I'm looking at why they're saying, I always say, look, even for my staff, you know, I'm really more experienced than them, but I'd always ask them, what do you think? Because they might have a different take on it. You know, we don't always have the answers, but what we can do is speak to people and we get different takes on it. So two, make it a learning opportunity. Think of, of educating yourself from all this feedback you're getting. Um, and, you know, it, it will really benefit you and improve your service. Three, use it to educate customers. You know, you can then, you know, if sometimes you get a reason, someone says they don't like it or whatever, they probably don't know much about your product. Maybe, you know, they don't know enough. So you can sit there and explain to them, right, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Did you know this about the service? Oh, you know, you mentioned we don't do this, but actually we do do this. Did you know that? And the customer might say, more, you know, nine times out of ten, the customer said, I didn't know that. So rather than take it as a, as a negative, just challenge them and say, look, can I, you know, educate you on what we do? You know, appreciate you don't like this part and I appreciate you don't want to buy, but you know, this can benefit your business by X, Y, and Z. Can we give you a demo on this or can we come out and show you? Can we get this deal for you over the line? This is what we do. And by the way, this is what our customers say. Because sometimes, you know, a, a customer, you know, might, you might be disrupting them by, you know, um, stopping them in their thought process and you're selling something to them or, or speaking to them. They might not want to know and they might say, well, it's not going to work. But you've got to educate them, you know. Um, and every rejection means a way to educate them. So that can get your FA, you know, your, your questions Frequently asked questions, FAQs, um, you could build them up as well. So when everyone's asking a, a rejection question, you can put that in there as well. So look, three, use it to educate customers. Great way. So get, you know, past that rejection, start off and see how you can educate them because they don't know your product like you. You know, don't assume, you know, a lot of us assume that the, the, the person 
that the customer we're dealing with knows everything about product. They don't. So have an opportunity to educate them. Okay, cool. So the fourth one, take it as an indicator of where to go next. So, you know, again, I mentioned my first point. This is an indicator where to go next. If you're getting lots of like, you know, lots of examples, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working. And it's constantly coming from the same people of giving the feedback and it's more people giving the same feedback. It gives you an opportunity to improve that service. So, you know, if your customers are constantly saying, this is not working, this is not working, rather than a rejection, that's a great way to say, well, we need to improve this. But always go back to data, right? Don't rely upon the one or two people. Make sure you get around people, you know, 50, 60, and then use that as data because one or two doesn't mean that it needs changing or where to go next. And look, rejection is hard for everyone. When running a business, an entire team is dependent on your success. It's even more stressful. You know, entrepreneurs, we carry a heavy, heavy load. Rejection should not discourage you, nor should it end your dreams. You know, pay attention. You'll find that, you know, a lot of it actually helps you succeed. You know, if you look at any entrepreneur, they've had rejection, they've had fallbacks. But what they've done, the best ones have got back up and gone on with it and started, you know, working hard. When we started our agency, um, 2005 now, you know, a lot of us said we won't make it because the competition was so hot in, in the area we went. But you know what? I treat it as a positive to prove people wrong. And you've got to have that drive and desire. You know, if you get rejected, look, you, you, you know, everybody feels a bit of like, oh, you know, I don't, don't reject it. That's just being a human. But it's how you react. It's how you react. And the more you do it, the better you get. That's what the salespeople, the more they do it, the better they get. Anything you do, constantly over time, you'll get better at. It's what happens at the start, how you handle that start. And that's why masterminds and mentoring, you know, mentors have really helped me because at the start, you just need that person to say, look, you know, it's going to be all right. Keep going, keep going. You know, getting the right mentor or being part of the right mastermind is so important because sometimes we need the support network. You know, sometimes you can't deal with it on your own. That just happens. You need someone to talk to. You need someone to offload to. So, you know, get the right mentors, get the right masterminds, be part of the right people get the right people around you because at times rejection can hurt a lot. You know, I can remember us losing a, a really big contract, you know, a really, really big contract, multi-million pound contract. And we did everything to win that contract. We tended it. Unfortunately, sometimes when you're dealing with big, big blue chip companies, bigger companies come in and they'll just outdo you on price or they'll outdo you because they're a lot bigger than you. You know, these companies, 150 million pound turnover companies, and look, that was hard because I had to let staff go. I had to let staff, you know, make them redundant. You know, we lost a lot of contractors. Look, that happens. You know, for me at that time, it was hard to handle because obviously I was the MD. I was the main guy at the top of the, you know, we didn't, we didn't have invest, investors in. I, I ran the company myself. And to deal with that, you know, my mentor really helped me because he said, look, I've been there. You know, don't worry. You know, this is it's how you react that's going to matter now. You know, a lot of people will give up now, but you've got to keep going. You've got to fight to get that another big contract. You've got to work hard. And we did that. We got back on. We started working hard. We did really hard. We forgot about the old contract. We just really, really worked hard and we won the next contract. So it's how you react and who's telling you what to do, you know, and you want to be part of positive people that's going to really push you forward and going to help you. So, you know, where you can get mentors and masterminds, you know, get, get part because they're invaluable. They will help you when you really need them. Cool. So look, I want you to just do this episode today because look, you're know, dealing with rejection and dealing with, you know, entrepreneurship. We've got so much positivity going. Everyone's like, come on, you got to do it. Let's 10x this. But look, there is points where you will have 
rejection. And hopefully these four points will stay with you. So when you have that bit of rejection, you can treat it as a positive, not a negative. And remember, look, it's a math. So don't rely upon one person's rejection. Make sure you go out to loads of people when you're testing and then get the sense of what people are saying. And then go to your masterminds and mentors and get an overall decision. And that will really make it worthwhile. So look, I want to thank you for listening. I hope this has brought some value. Um, also, I want to thank the people who've booked on to the Entrepreneur Secrets to Success event, which is on 10th of May at Pride Park Stadium. The VIP got filled up within a week. I was so overwhelmed. I want to thank you guys. Standard tickets are still available. You can get them at bit, B-I-T dot L-Y-E-S-S-E 2019. So that's bit.ly forward slash E-S-S-E 2019. The, the links will be in the show notes. Have I got that right? Um, but yeah, come along. There's still some uh, space available on the standard. It's going to be a great thing. We've got some speakers, um, some great speakers. So I've looked at all the different types of speakers that bring. So um, people who do like acting as a role, because I think acting is really important in business. People who are, you know, dominate for 20 years as myself speaking. We've got mindset. We've got Luca Galoni, who's been on the show a few times. He's doing so well. He's flying in. Um, we've just been on a major network in, in the US. It's so grateful to have him within our community. He's going to show his Instagram tips and social media tips. Um, you know, he's got over like 2 million followers now on a billion, half a billion views and he's growing so fast. So he's going to show his tips. So it'll be great to have you guys there. Um, whoever is coming, uh, I can't wait to see you guys. We've got lots of fun, lots of learning, lots of workbooks, you know, your vision, your strategies. And, you know, I want you to go with some real good takeaways into your business and also celebrate the first year of the podcast, which I've really enjoyed doing. And um, thank you for the community. And if you're not joining my group, it's the Business Mentor Podcast Group on Facebook. We've got around about 300 people that have joined that group and we share ideas and strategies. So join that as well. Um, yeah, thank you for having me once again and being in your presence. Really appreciate that. And until the next time, have a great day and I wish you all the success.